Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today's Instagram Live replay is actually a slightly different replay. I was recently invited to Steph Traska's Little Scraps of Magic group, where I went in and talked all about becoming an authority in your space. I walked through our simple stacking system and how you can easily, as a mompreneur, become the Joanna Gaines of your space, even though we don't quite have the size team that she has. I loved having this conversation with these amazing women. Make sure you click the link in the show notes to learn more about Steph Traska and her group and the women that she's cultivating in sisterhood there, and how she can help you through transitions in your business and in your life. But in this episode, you will hear me sharing all about our system and how we can help you, whether that's our guides, our one-on-one services, or our upcoming connect retreat. Yes, it is one week away and we would love to see you here in Sugar Falls so we can help you connect with your community too, but not just your community, with yourself so you could be the best mompreneur you can be, and with other mompreneurs too, so that you can grow your business by linking your arms together in sisterhood. We have so many fun and amazing offers and I am so excited for you to get your hands on them. So make sure you listen to this whole episode and listen to the end so that you can hear how we can help you in your journey too. And if you love this conversation and would love to share it with your community, send me an email at megan at themompreneurguide.com. I'd love to hop on a collaboration call with you and see how I can support your community in becoming a recognized resource in their space. Now let's hop into this replay of me speaking to Steph Traska's group. So I was just about to introduce Megan and Antoinette. I know you guys have had the pleasure of already chatting, Um, but Megan is, well, she's a founder of Mompreneur Guide, which are a series of, they call it Get It Done Guides. And I'm actually in the process of starting to use her Get It Done podcast guide. Um, Yeah, super excited. And um, what other guides do you do? Sorry, I've got a laugh. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. So yeah, so we have our Get It Done, um, our podcast launch guide, and then we have Instagram Live for lead generation, and then collaborations. And then we bundle them all together to teach you how to build a community on your own terms. And that's our community building bundle. So that gives like even more information on how do you stack them, which I was going to actually show you guys what that looks like today, just like the stacking thing, because that's going to be what we're talking about. So I'll show you what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like incredibly comprehensive. And so the idea is, um, saving moms who are also entrepreneurs, time, energy, um, and also giving like the tried and true methods, resources when you are trying to do these things in your business, building a community, building a podcast, all of those things. And so you have this guide literally mapped out every single day for, I think a podcast is 90 days. Is that correct? Yeah, um, to do your whole first season. Yeah. And so it's really, really thoughtfully put together for moms who are busy and also doing big things i need to take all the guesswork out of it and megan does um a one-on-one session to get you like kicked off when you have a, a get it done guide so she's also just like an incredible networker i always thought i was the connector and i'm like megan you're reminding me i need to like, get back to introducing incredible women to each other um because megan really really is so good at doing that when she gets to know you if she thinks you'd hit it off with someone she is right there in your inbox, connecting you with other women all over the world, which is really powerful. So really excited to have her here today. And um, she's a fellow Clevelander. I think I was saying that before we hit record. Uh, so I've had the pleasure of meeting her in real life and hanging out with her children and her husband, which Bruce, by the way, was like, who has the family that has that white Jeep? <laughs> well, like drive around Jeep for kids. He's like, yeah, yeah, I 
house again. So Jack was just asking for you guys yesterday. I was voice noting Steph and he was like, um, are you talking to Miss Steph? I need to talk to her right now. I was like, oh, okay. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> he's yeah. nice. So that he's, he knows who he wants to hang out with. He knows good people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. So I will turn it over to Megan. Hi, I'm Megan <laughs> and I am outside of Cleveland, Ohio. So Chagrin Falls, which is if you are a Gilmore Girls fan, we basically live in Stars Hollow and I'm obsessed with it. Could have a whole PowerPoint presentation all about how much I love our area. <laughs> it is so fun. Um, just mom life real quick. I have a three-year-old son and a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter. And then the movement that I am all about is helping mompreneurs be present and productive and connect. So connect more with yourself and your mindset and being the best mompreneur that you can be because I truly believe it's not what's taught, it's what's caught when it comes to our kids. That's the life that I've lived. I'm actually a third generation mompreneur. So I uh, can speak to that very heavily, um, helping you connect with other mompreneurs and, and growing and expanding your network. Because again, I believe when we link our arms, that's where true success happens. And then connecting more with your community so that you can become a recognized resource in your space. And like we said, we have these movements that we're out there to share and we have a purpose and we have a perspective. And so how can we create these worlds around us that really support that work that we're trying to do and be more than just a thing that we're talking about? But like you said, Jenny, for example, that community, like it's a bigger thing. Um, so yeah, so that's a little bit more about me. I love it. I love hearing about you and like, oh, I got chills when you said link our arms. Like I just kind of pictured us all banding together. Literally. Yeah, it's just so powerful. And even though it's through the virtual world, it is. Um, I mean, a lot of it is at least, and it's still that visual. It's so true. It really is what we are doing and what you are doing so powerfully. So can't wait to see who you start connecting Jenny with now that you know her. <laughs> oh, so many things are going to come to mind. I already know it. <laughs> she is a change maker. Jenny is too. So yeah. Oh, love uh, well, I think that does your introduction. You're welcomed on and I would love to just turn it over to you. So Take it away, Megan. We're all ears. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about today is really how to create content with an authority building mindset. And so what I find is most helpful when we start with this is to put a definition around authority, because I think sometimes authority can kind of seem like this higher up there kind of a thing. And it's not about that at all. It's not about you being above everybody else. Instead, when we think of authority, I like to think recognize resource, which shout out to Antoinette because she is the one who gave me that phrase and I told her I was going to be using it and I have been using it nonstop. Um, but the what I was saying before, Antoinette is like the amazing word person. She is always, always coming up with names for things that are perfect. So I love wordsmith. I was just going to say that you're our, our uh, resident wordsmith. Um but yeah, what I had said before, too, before I had Antoinette's amazing word was like a natural authority. When we think of like a Joanna Gaines, who we all just, you know, know and love in that space, we don't really think of her as an authority. But what we do know is that she is known, liked, trusted and referred and so when I'm speaking to authority, that is what I'm really speaking to, whatever you want to call it, whatever it makes sense to you. But really, it's stepping into that role in your space. And we're going to talk about the four things that make those people and the content and all of the things that they do what it is. But really, it's stepping into that leadership role of 
putting yourself out there, sharing your movement, mis- mission, message, all of the things, and creating a world around you so you are that recognized resource. So let's talk real quick. I want to high level hit the four things that you can do in your content to build your authority that you can just think of in your business to really create that Joanna Gaines like world around you because we all want that. However, we also don't have, most of us probably don't have the team that Joanna has. And so how can we kind of replicate that in our own way and still be present and productive? So the four things that authorities have and do first and foremost in their content and just in general with their businesses is that they are in total alignment. And so we're going to break down what that alignment looks like, but I just want to start there. The first thing that they are is they are in total alignment with who they are. The second thing that plays into that alignment is that they are a whole vibe. You know, when we think of like a Joey, again, I'm just going to keep using Joanna Gaines for consistency across the thing. But like when you think of Jojo, you think of a whole like world around her. You know that she, oh, speak of the devil. You know that she loves. I didn't mean I did not have this planned. I just love her and happen to have this here. Um, But like, you know that she loves 70s things. You know that she, uh, you know, has a huge heart for Waco. And like there are little key points about who she is, how she shows up, how she's a little goofy, how she's down to earth, how she loves her kids. Like, so there is this whole uh, energy around her. And also when we think of connecting and things like that, like you would think of who would be a good match for her and who like wouldn't be the best match, you know, like potentially like a rocker kind of a person and Jojo like might not be in the same kind of pairing. So that's vibe. Leader. So the next thing, once you're in alignment and you've realized what your whole vibe is, and we're going to dive into these a little deeper, but the next thing to think about is that you are a leader. And so when you're going to build your authority, and you're going to put content out there and just grow your brand, your community, all of the things. It's realizing that you have to step into that leadership role and all of the responsibility that comes with that. Good, bad, ugly, all of the things. Stepping into that leadership role in that space is another thing that makes you into that authority. And last but not least, just to hit on these high level, is the last thing that the authorities do is they actually build their authority. And so what does that mean? That means that they're not just going out there and kind of willy-nilly putting stuff out. It's actually working smarter and not harder because they're simply stacking upon every single thing that they do. And so again, back to JoJo, when we think of like what they did, they started with a blog. I mean, there's a lot of things that they kind of started with, but we know pretty much they started with the blog and then that got them seen. And so they had their next platform of the TV show. And then that stacked and, you know, they had their paint line and their rugs and then their shop and and it just kind of spread. But all of those things were stacked up and layered and they were working smarter and not harder to get that message out there. So high level, those are the four things that authorities do to create worlds around them and to really put out content that continues to reinforce and build that authority. The first being they're in alignment. The second being their vibe. The third, they've taken on this leadership role. And the fourth, that they're building what they're doing. They're stacking one thing on top of another so that it's more strong instead of scattered. So if you guys want, we can just dive into each of those. Does anybody have any questions before I dive deeper? No? 
Everybody good? Okay, cool. Everybody's tracking. Okay, so the first one, alignment. So this one is like, we all know we want to be more aligned. And I know, Steph, you are like amazing at helping us with finding our inner self and, and all of the things. And so what I like to talk about when it comes to alignment and really pairing that with business specifically, but again, this can translate into anything that you do, is I call it your guiding compass. And so when you are in alignment, that means you have your guiding compass mapped out. And that really is for four simple things. It's your legacy, your vision, your mission, and your why. And so I'll dive into each of those because this is really like the meatiest part of everything that we talk about is this guiding compass right here, which it should be because it's really the foundation of everything that you do. And so your legacy, this is like the highest aerial view when you think of your life when you think of your business, we're like all the way at the top here. And that's really asking yourself that question of what is that thing that you want to pass on generations to come? That ripple effect that you want to make. And it's not about notoriety. Like it's not that necessarily you are the one who's going to be remembered for it. Cool if you are, but that's not the point of this. <laughs> like the point is you are here to make an impact. And so what is that long-lasting, huge, big picture thing? And the story that I love to tell here is that we were on our way to the zoo, my family and I, and we're in the car and we're listening to the song, Weem Away. So in the jungle, the mighty jungle from The Lion King. And for whatever reason, I don't even know how the song started playing on Spotify. For whatever reason, my husband, Colin, and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, where did this song come from? Like, how, how did this come to be? So he Googles it and it turns out that the story, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say like a hundred years ago, the Weem Away song was written and produced, which I just assumed that it was from The Lion King. Like I, that's what I thought. So what happened was there was this janitor and he worked in this recording studio in Africa. And once he was done, he was allowed to go and record in the studio. And so he just listened to his passion and what he felt he was called to do. And he's the one who made Weem Away happen. And so in that moment of my husband looking that up and us sitting in the car and us bopping along and having so much joy on our way to the zoo, it was that realization for me of like, what's the bigger thing that we're doing here? You know, this man, we don't attribute this song to this man, but look at how he's impacted our lives and so many lives over the course of his time just because he followed his purpose and his perspective. And so that is really the heart of legacy. Another way to think about it is like in a more tactical term is like a winemaker. When we think of like a traditional winemaker, they, they're like, I have to pass this down to the next generation. I don't want it to be lost. And so that's another way to think about it as well is like, what are we passing on and what, how are we impacting generations to come? Big, small, whatever it is, that is your legacy. And so that's the first thing to really think to yourself about and think, what is that high level thing that I feel like I'm here to do? And that's going to change and evolve. But I find that it tends to be kind of a core uh, conversation that stems and continues to grow all the time. So that's legacy. Vision is the next thing. And this one is one of my favorites because it's just fun. This is like, what is that movie-like picture in your head about personally the future that you see and want to have? 
And so for me, I'm a very visual person. Um, prior to this business, I was a personal stylist for over 10 years. And so like that kind of stuff in curating is important to me. And so I put together a whole Pinterest board and it's all the feelings of what I want to feel and how I see my life and my family and what we're doing and what the business is doing. It's all together there. The most important part of this vision part, though, is to identify what those things are that you say that you want so you can start living them now. Because like we talked about with this authority building and what these women specifically, what they do is they're like living their best life today in the now. And an example for me on my vision board is in the future, I'd love to invest in other mompreneurs businesses. And while right now I might not have all of the capital that I would want to do that, by thinking this way as more of an authority and smarter and not harder and being in alignment, I can say to myself, well, I might not be able to invest thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, but what I can do is I can choose to shop small instead of big box. And that's still investing in those mompreneurs businesses. And so that's still me acting in alignment with who I want to be down the line. And the only way I got there is because I know my vision of what I see for the future and how I can act that way now. And so that's what helps keep you in alignment and keep those things uh, close to you. Your mission is like your core message. And that's really saying to yourself, like, really, what's the mission of your business? And what is that thing that you're doing? And so for Jenny, I know that you said you were on a mission to help them have their community back, get that community back. And so that would really be like your mission. Mine is present and productive. I know, Antoinette, you are all about making spaces happier and more functional. And I know, Steph, that you are all about helping with the transitions and finding power through transitions and that transformation. And so those are things that you can start thinking about, which also then in your marketing just becomes that core message that you hit again and again. And then last but not least is your why. And so this one is personal. This is for you of, in terms of mompreneurship, it is not for the faint of heart. It is for sure not the easiest option. In my opinion, in my experience, it is the best gift out there. And it is such a huge thing, but it's not the easiest choice. And so why? Out of all the things that you can be doing, why are you doing what you're doing? Because when we have these four things, we have our guiding compass, our legacy, our vision, our mission, and our why. That's what keeps us in total alignment. And to give you a sense of this, my husband, Colin, found an email that I sent him in 2014. Did not have this guiding compass thing figured out then. Like I was doing a totally different business, totally different stage of my life. Um, I think it was actually right, right after I had graduated from college and we were moving to California so I could take a job there. And no joke, ladies, I wrote down most of these things and they all are almost exactly to a T still true. Didn't remember I did any of this. And he forwarded, he was like, look at this thing. And so it all stays so true. And in that time span, I've had two kids, we've moved, I've started a new business. Like life has changed. But me in alignment and me to the core, like you said, Steph, like that stuff doesn't fully change. It just grows and evolves. And so that's why that is like the foundation and the medias part of what we talk about. That's what's so important. Because when you get that, then the other stuff is like cosmetic work. Like it's, it's so much easier. Like when we think about a house, we just saw a house. So that's on my mind. And it's just like the easy stuff. It's not taking down the walls or anything. It's just the little pieces of paint or the new light fixture. And so then to go into that vibe again. 
the vibe is really important because it's really just fully leaning into who you are in your personality. Because those are the things that connect us all. And when we are just who we are, like me mentioning Gilmore Girls, I'm obsessed. I've watched the whole thing over 10 times. And like Steph is obsessed too. And so now we have a new connection point. Cleveland, like that connects us. Being moms, that connects us. And like me just being completely who I am as if I'm a friend that you just meet on the street. Those are all the little things that hook a person into you because you can see yourself in them. But what it also does is when they're speaking, they're speaking to you but they're really speaking to a bunch of yous. And so that naturally creates community. When I speak to mompreneurs and I'm highlighting that and that momness, well, now we're all mompreneurs and now we're all in that same lifestyle. And then we like these things and there's a space for everybody and everything. I truly believe that. And so when we're just our total vibe and not like the shoulds of what other people are doing or, oh, I have to be more like that, when we're just us, then we're all tapped into that same energy and, and we create that natural community around us. And so that's why vibe is so important when it comes to your content and everything that you're doing, just showing up and being like, hey, this happened today or I do this or I do that or like those are the little things, the little things that create the magic, little scraps of magic. <laughs> the other thing was the leadership. And so for me, leadership is very important. I am very like responsibility oriented. And so just knowing that like when you choose to go out there and you share your purpose and your perspective, it's so important, but you're also leading women or whoever you're leading in that thing that you're doing. And so taking on that responsibility of like, we're all going to change and grow and sometimes we're going to get it right. And sometimes we're not. And like letting people know we're on this journey together, but I am here to help guide you through it and walk hand in hand. That to me is very, very important. And what we see those other authorities doing in their spaces. And then last but not least is what I was saying about simple stacking. And so the authorities who really create these whole worlds around them what they do is they start off with one signature platform. And that's their platform that they own that they can show up on consistently to share their message, to share their vibe, to share the way that they're leading, what they're doing, all of those things. And so I find that one platform that you own, again, to go back to JoJo, they had first the blog, then that pivoted into the TV. That was their platform. Now they have a whole network, which is their whole platform, which is amazing. Um, but for me, and what I talk about a lot is podcasts. Like Steph mentioned, I believe that podcasts are such a great space for us mompreneurs. It is a more untapped market. And when you compare it to like YouTube, it's a, a smaller pond. And so there's more room for you to be a bigger fish. Also, mom life, it's more convenient. We can have our hair be whatever. We can record at two in the morning when the kids are up or whatever it is. Like, it's a, just a great space. And the other key here is that connection point because it's more intimate. You get to talk to people just as if you're right in front of them and they hear you in their ears. And the no like, and trust factor on that and then the referrals off of that, light years. It's, it's just so much faster. And I've seen that happen in myself. So the way that I have simply stacked to build my authority in, it took us about six months to become like a recognized resource and up-level into this other space with people who, by the numbers, uh, do not seem like they would be my peers, but are considering me their peers. So I'm taking it, like <laughs> we're collaborating and working together. Um, but the, the key there was that we first honed in and focused on that podcast. 
And again, insert whatever works best for you. If blog, if YouTube, whatever it is, but I believe podcasts are a great spot. Then we built on top of that content and we were working smarter, not harder. And it was like, okay, how can we put more kerosene on this fire? And so what we did was we started using Instagram Lives and Instagram in general is a platform. But the beauty of Instagram Lives and the collaborator feature is that without the other person having to do any work, they click one button and their whole audience sees the work that you do together. So to promote the podcast episode that you do with them, we had them start coming on live. And so we would still have that same conversation. We don't have to make any new content. We just talk about the thing we have already talked about. And then we do another post where we keep talking about the same thing we've already talked about or take a snippet from it. And so we're working smarter and not harder. The repetition that we need these days anyways, I think it's like 20 points of contact these days for something to get through. It's gotten worse since COVID. And so how can we keep repurposing and hitting our message again and again? Because again, at the end of the day, these authorities, it's all like we just hear them say the same thing over and over again. Shiplap, shiplap. Like how, long, how many times do we have to hear shiplap to be like, wait, no, what's the shiplap? Like we heard it a million times. Like Brene Brown, like she says the same few things over and over again. And sometimes wherever we're at, it hits us differently. Where we're at in our life, it hits us differently. So we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to find one place where we can show up consistently, where we can sustain that, and then we can keep building it. So the Instagram was the next way that we did that. We've done lives. Now I've been taking those lives and turning them into reels and adding them as collaborator. So again, I'm in front of their community again, and it's all from one same platform. And then to take that to the next level, and I'm going to show you guys a quick graphic here in a second, to take that to the next level, then we focused on how can we collaborate even more? We're doing the podcast. We're adding in these lives and Instagram. How can we take it to the next level? And so we've worked on how can we collaborate? This is a great example. Steph and I have paired up. We've done Instagram together. We've done podcasts together. And now we're coming into each other's communities and, and supporting each other in that way. And so how can we keep nurturing those relationships. Because again, for me, I believe the relationships and the connections and almost like bringing our online businesses back to the way that we ran local businesses, that's when we have the true deep connection. It's like deep roots. And then the referrals and the things that come from that, it's amazing. In six months now, I don't have to reach out to be on podcasts. People just refer me to be on them or summits or things like that. But I had a platform to bring those people on and host them first. I gave a great experience and I amplified when they were on my platform, how often they got seen. And it was in the right set of community. I'm showing up, I'm speaking. And so I'm immediately speaking to their people. And it's this beautiful symbiotic relationship that creates that whole world around you. And so that's stacking. If you ladies would like, I'd love to show you really quickly, like a visual of what the stacking looks like. And then also how it can transfer really easily into making sales. Because obviously, like the true transformation comes from the implementation and the sales that you can do. So let me pull that up for you so that you can check it out. Okay. Can you all see the screen right here? With yeah. the, okay, cool. Cool. So down here, you can see like when it comes to our simple stacking system, we start with our foundation of our podcast or like I said, insert whatever you would prefer there. Once we've got that, that took us like one to two months to really get stabilized and like a well-oiled machine. So then we spend another two months of like, okay, how can we like add on more? How can we use Instagram? 
Okay, now another two months, how can we collaborate more? And by the end of that, then we had our great community. And then we continue to repeat this process again and again. So let me skip over to this. So then this would be like how to take that and transfer it over into like a sales funnel. And so not only does that simple stacking system build your community and your authority, but like I said, it also creates sales because first we're showing up, which is what that, that stacking is, but then we're also giving them something, a freebie, we're nurturing them, whatever that experience looks like. And then we're asking, we're asking, how can we continue? We're giving them that invitation. How can we continue to support you? And so this is as simple as it needs to be when it comes to your business, growing your community and really converting that into more transformations. It's then asking, here's an application, here's a sales page, here's a discovery call. I think sometimes things get a little out of hand. We're bombarded with a lot of different ways that we can grow our business. But when you show up, when you give and when you ask, that's the way that the magic can happen and that your whole huge movement can really come to life and support more people, which at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that that's what we're looking for. We're looking for, for this transformation and to just support as many people as possible. So that's me sharing that story. I would love to answer any questions, Steph. I don't know if you want to take it any other place or have anything else, but I love to make things conversational and um, would love to take it from there. Love that, Megan. I have so many pages of notes. <laughs> um, well, I'll first just want to open up to anyone that has a question off the bat, like Antoinette or Jenny, if you have something that you wanted to ask or get clarification on. Otherwise, I will definitely, like, there's so much knowledge there. They would love to come here. Yeah. So um, I have my podcast, which I had started uh, end of January and I'm ending my first season end of June so it went for five months and then I'm taking a little respite for the summer and then I have season two starting um, in the fall on September 1st okay and this is like super well okay so I'm going on a tangent but one question I have is how have you heard of um, networks? Because I was invited to be a part of a network with Christina for Amplify Her Voice. So okay. she's starting this like podcast network to support women uh, entrepreneurs that will like get, you know, um, potential investors, advertisers, things like that. And so I joked during season one because I talked about certain things a lot. That was the that people were like, oh, like sponsored by it. I was like, ha ha, yeah, yeah. But anyway, now I'm like a little, I'm not overwhelmed, but I'm like reviewing the contract and figuring out how it would influence or impact my podcasting. Um, so I wanted to know if you had ever heard of networks or, I mean, like I listen to podcasts and I know they're on networks like Earwolf or like a bigger, you know, organization but as a mompreneur I just wanted to know like have you thought about that is that something of interest to you do you think that's a good idea um was a new stream of revenue mm -hmm. and then as far as the Instagram lives and collaborations I had done those prior to podcasts and like during mm -hmm. but they haven't been as successful for me for creating um actual uh paying clients and I just wanted to know, um, you know, this strategy that you have implemented, is there like another level that you provide in your system 
um, as like the magic dust or the pixie dust to make it, you know, lucrative? Mm-hmm. Or like, how can, um, do you have any tips if you're already doing like some Instagram lives and collaborations, how to bring visibility, I guess, or I don't know what it would be, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, I have your answers for you there. So I'll start with the network. So the networks thing, I have limited knowledge on it, but I can tell you what I do know. And what I do know is that with networks, it's great because I I believe you get paid like to be on and then there's other potential, like you get more ad revenue and things like that. Um, But also you're under somebody else's umbrella. So my understanding is that you you're not having your full creative control like that they potentially, again, I don't know enough, but that they um, can dictate what happens with things. So that would be something to look into. Obviously, I don't know the network that you're speaking of. Um, and so knowing like how much do you still own your podcast? I think ownership is just another big thing that's always on my mind. Like we don't own Instagram, obviously, like we don't own those things. And so how much can we own? And then also in the way back of my mind, I keep that in mind because I'm starting to learn about Web3. I don't know if you ladies know much about that, but I know the whole basis of it is ownership and that's basically all I know. And so that's something that I keep in mind too, is like, how can I continue to own my stuff? Um, I think there are obviously benefits. Like we see a lot of big names going to networks. The one woman I follow, have we talked about her before, Antoinette, Kathy Heller? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, so she has not signed with the network yet. She, I think just got asked to be on another one and I think maybe she's considering it, but she has continued to keep it in house. Um, I think for the, the flexibility has been my understanding and that she owns it. So that would just be something to think about when you're reviewing the contract and things like that. Um, and knowing that network or maybe asking those types of questions. Does that answer that question for you? That does. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so then Instagram Lives. So there is a key to Instagram Lives to making them work. And that what I have found for me has been the key that has led to clients has been the connection afterwards. That is the secret sauce. So anytime I see somebody engaging or they follow me and I, I internet, I can't remember. Did we connect on it? No, we got connected right away through stuff. Um, the first thing that I do is that I send a voice note to anybody who joins my community on Instagram. And I, I introduce myself to everybody and I say like, hi, it's so great to meet you. I'm so glad to like welcome you to our community. I'd love to get to know you more. And it's not for me to be salesy. It's like literally because I view my Instagram community as like you would a Facebook group or like somebody joining my network group. It is a, it is a community for me. And so every time I do that, you know, sometimes people don't respond to the voice notes. Sometimes people are more engaged. Another thing about the algorithm is every time that you send a DM and then let's say you go to post something, that's going to pop up in their feed right away because you just interacted with them. So there's a lot of magic in the DMs and there's a way to do it so that it's like authentic. It's like how you would meet somebody as you bump into them on the street. They're bumping into your shop, let's call it, is your Instagram. And you're just welcoming 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 them into your world um, and continuing and starting a conversation. And then the other key that I have found there is, again, I'm not coming from like the super salesy perspective. I'm like seeing what's going on in your world. How can I help you? So sometimes like Seth mentioned, I'm just like making a connection. Maybe they're not a fit for my platform, um, but they're a fit for somebody else I know. 
Sometimes I immediately will say like, hey, let's let's have you on my live or maybe they're a fit for the podcast. And so my focus is how can I create a deeper relationship and friendship? And in doing that, that's where I've seen it spiral. When I would just go on Instagram live and kind of do nothing else, I didn't see that happening. But every single time that I get into the DMs with the people who have followed me or have uh, interacted, even if they don't follow, but they comment or stuff like that, that's where I see the the conversions happening. So that's my recommendation there. Um, have you tried that, Antoinette? Have you tried the more conversion? No, I have it. Okay. I like that. It's very helpful. Thank you. Good. Of course. Yeah. That I would say is definitely the secret sauce. I have it in one of these guides somewhere that it says like, you have to do this part. This is the other step that you need. <laughs> so yeah, that that's definitely the the secret sauce. The other thing I was going to say too, I wrote down some notes, um, the consistency too. So the other thing that has been helpful with the Instagram lives, um, Antoinette, is that like, I'm basically on, I'm not saying you need to be on Instagram every day, like doing a live, but I consistently show up frequently and it's just the sustainability. Like if you, if you can show up once a week and have a live booked and if you're already doing the podcast, then that's really easy to do to say, hey, the week that your podcast episode airs, let's talk about it on um, Instagram live. Like I find that the more consistently you show up, it obviously continues to build as well. But the connections is really the secret sauce. So awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. Any other questions? Yeah, I think no more questions. Um, I probably will have some later. I'm like, I'm usually like a baker, you know, like I like, yes. I take the notes, I read, I think, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to need to ask about that. Or like when I'm in the midst of starting to do something, I need to think of like an IG live schedule though that definitely gets me motivated and thinking. Um, I don't know, like selfishly, I'm like, do you have any thoughts about me and like what, like, oh, I can tell you right now, I have my answer already. <laughs> yeah. So, so that that's the beauty of you doing the podcast stuff is like that is your content machine. Like, you don't have to do anything in addition to that in this sense of like, you're going to post the podcast once a week. We've talked about that. And so then how can we take that podcast episode you're already doing and do something live around it? I have found that the lives are the most impactful. So we go live every Monday, my husband and I do. So that's not, that's not inviting somebody new in. And so that like is good for consistency. I downloaded, I put it on the podcast. So it's just another way I'm doing it. But in terms of visibility, it's the interviews. It's the taking the other people's, being in front of the other people's audiences. That's that's the key to where the magic happens. So Steph, for you, you know, every other week you're going to have a guest on. So those weeks, for sure, just ask them when you're filling, when you're having them sign up for their time slot, say like, hey, here's a link to my Instagram live calendar. Like go snag a spot there too for the week that your your episode airs. And so then that's done. Now every week you're showing up and you can show up on the off weeks. Or what I also do is I have just an Instagram live calendar link. And it's like all the times that I'm available, but I only allow one to get booked a day so that like two people aren't like stepping over each other's toes. And so now every time I meet somebody, as long as they're a vibe fit and like their content would fit, it's like, hey, let's do an Instagram live together. And it creates a deeper connection immediately. Um, and then they just start to fill in. And also it's a training ground for for the podcast because, you know, sometimes it's like for sure they would be a good content fit. Sometimes my whole podcast season is like done. And then I meet people in like the non-recording times. It's like, well, I still want to support you. So Instagram Lives, the app loves the more active you are. And I do 
what I say is 15 minutes or less. Like these are short, snappy and to the point. I know that we've done these before. Um, and it's that that's the key. And it's really just the visibility of you post about it before it happens. It goes and shows their audience. And then you post about it when it happens, shows their audience. You shared the stories. It shows their audience like it just keeps to build. And then down the line, too, you have fodder that you could put on the podcast. You could download that and throw it on and you're done. So, um, yeah, for you, that's all I would do stuff is like when the podcast does and then just make a link. And anytime you meet somebody that's a vibe fit, be like, hey, let's let's collaborate. Like, let's do live today. Like you're such an inspiration in the IG live. Like, I love doing them, but I don't do that consistently enough that I always get in my head of like, well, what do we talk about? Like, I can talk to anything, right? But I'm like, what will we talk about? What should the topic be? What's the value? How do I, you know, and how do I, I think selfishly sometimes, like, I always want to highlight other women, but then I started to think like, well, how does, it, does this help them see me as someone they want to, you know, work with? And so, and I don't need to be necessarily thinking that way that yeah. I music like invite other women right right you'll to collaborate with so well that's the thing though about hosting that's the thing that the podcast automatically does and instagram live does as well is it poses you as an immediate like credible source because well who are who is this woman who is interviewing this other person like and so what I have learned to do over time is now at the beginning, I make sure to throw in like a quick little intro of, you know, right now we're talking about the connect retreat. And so at the beginning, I'm like always making sure I hit that. Um, but then just like people will click through as I'm going live with with somebody, I'll see somebody join and then say that they follow me. And so that like just because just because of that connection, again, that vibe, like I'm talking to you. Well, I love Steph, so I'm sure I'm going to love Megan. Like, let me see what she's about. Um, so it's a little bit more of a nurture, but it can be sped up if after that live, then you go talk to that person and you say like, I'm so glad you joined. Like, let's chat. Tell me where you're at. Are you going through a transition? Like, oh my gosh, give me the scoop. Let's talk about that on live. Let's talk about your transition. And like, then it's it's just a total value add. You're like filling that well up front. And obviously we're not saying to do any of this in like a negative way of like trying to scam people or anything. It's like, how can we support each other? Um, and and by giving first, uh, you'll see the abundance on the receiving end. I see that in you so much and like the way you structure it. I think a lot of people in have businesses and they're like, okay, what, when are people, like, why are people doing things for me? And it's like, no, you, like you said, you show up and you give, 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 and then you ask. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, no, I see. I know that it's your advice. Yeah. This is like really good motivation for me to, I'm going to, I will create, I'm saying it out loud for accountability, everybody. I'm okay, going to create an IG live schedule for myself because I know the podcast will, you know, be airing until later. Like I need to, I need to get started on your following and let's start. Um, yeah. So I'm going to create an IG live schedule for myself and then start it. Next week, everybody, I'm going to start having weekly, at least one a week, um, and interviewing other people and yeah, just talking, like not making a big fuck over it. I even have like, I have a link to sign up like you do and it says, right? Like the group. Right. Yeah. Well, and I have my template too, that like the way that I do it is you tell me what your topic is and you give me the three takeaways and then I write them down. Like I'm trying to see if I have one right here. Like I just... This was the other day's Instagram live. She gave me the three. I have them down. And then I just go, okay, so you're, we're talking about this. And then we like, she goes into that point. And I go, great. Now we go on to the next thing. Like it's, it's can be so simple 
is that. It's like, what's our topic and what are the three takeaways? And then you just have a conversation around that. But you have a little guiding to because when you want to make them shorter, you need something to kind of keep up the pace. So right. Okay. Last question. And this is again a selfish one. Um, <laughs> uh, so with transition. Um, and like inner note, you know, there's all these other elements too, and I know that can be part of it, but with, with an IG live, with an interview of transition, like, I'm like, Ooh, like, are they expert? Like, are they talking about a transition they went through? And I'm, am I supposed to try to like highlight anything or help them? Or is it really just getting the platform so other people can hear about how they went from this to that kind of thing? Like. Do you, do you have an ear or like a thought of like, oh, this as a consumer, as a listener, as a community follower, like, this is what I think I would like, you know, it's like hard for me to take off my coaching hat right now. I'm thinking like, aren't I supposed to help them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my answer is first and foremost, going back to your, like your alignment and what we've talked about of the power of transitions. And then also thinking about what we've talked about together for the podcast, which is you want to get out there and let people know that mission of the power of transitions. And so it's everything. Like we want to hear it all. When we think about a TV show that we like to watch or conversations, like I want to hear from the experts and I want to hear from people who have been there and get it. And so I say, do it all. Anytime you have a conversation, you think to yourself, how can we highlight the power of transitions more? And so if you're talking to somebody and it would be, oh, you just went through a transition, let's talk about it so we can help more people who are going through that transition not feel alone. Or you talk to somebody and it's like, oh, you help people through a transition. Great. Let's talk about it so we can help people not feel alone and feel empowered. So I wouldn't limit yourself to like, it has to be a schedule and every Monday I have to go live and I have to like, it always has to be this type of thing or this type of thing. Like you've got that high level mission and that vision and everything. So just like let the rest of that be easy and say, here's my calendar. Here's when it's open. I'm going to talk to people and it's going to fill in and then it'll fill in so much that people have to book out longer. But just knowing that like every time you have a conversation, that's what you're pulling it back to. That would be my recommendation. Does that answer? So much. And it's really helpful too, as like you're creating connections and community and getting to know other people, like to be on the lookout for that, right? Like I don't really do that. I'm just, I look at them as people and whatever, and but this is so helpful and like oh yeah of course like put on that hat and just you know it's not like in this selfish teeny way it's like right yeah it's going to help other people and it creates a connection point for you and that person that, that you're at if you know yeah inviting into your space so that's really helpful yeah thank yeah well and the last thing i'd love to hit there too is like oh yeah and jenny i'll uh, um get to your question yeah i'd love to hear it so the other thing too is that like curating so back from my personal styling days like because what you're really doing when you do these platforms is you're curating and so you're making that whole world around you and you're continuing to have these conversations all around that same topic and so that is like the other key part of it of like it is nice to have the diversifying because somebody might hear one thing one way and the other person another thing another way so it's like you're just creating this whole transformations and transition space and then it's like you're going through a transition I got your girl like you you come to mind immediately so yeah the yeah. curation I'm so excited especially because I recently stepped into like this being really like the space and the thing but it feels really yeah. exciting and empowering of like okay really feel it coming like being the go-to and establishing myself in that way yeah so thank you this has been so beautiful and it's Jenny a good question yeah, no, that makes me so happy. Jenny, let's hear your question. Okay, so I'm at, you know, the baby beginning. 
And it came from like, what I really like to do is to coach people to learn another language. Like that's what I really, really like to do. Um, and then obviously culture along with it. We've also, my husband and I have been brainstorming. A lot of people want to learn English. That's actually specifically what my master's is in. And so those are, kind of, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it is it. I am doing it. <laughs> um, but so it's hard for me to think, Megan, like, like I just hadn't thought about that, like, basic step. I was just thinking of, like, a website where it's like, hey, you know, I can help you learn this language by this, like, program. And, like, if you want to learn English, then this. So I don't think, you know, I'm not necessarily, I mean, I guess we could make a podcast about this and just talk about what I'm excited about or like a YouTube, you know, like, is there, do you have like a quick like YouTube versus podcast? Like, so I don't have the exact stats. I know them roughly from memory. I know that. So YouTube, YouTube, you get the SEO. Um, let's see. Wait, Antoinette said something. Um, Oh, I was just saying. She oh, yeah. Start it by yeah. using herself as the like beta and talk about her personal experiences of all the places she's lived and her struggles. Their kids. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, you could totally do that too. But like the idea that like you, I forget how you phrased it, um, Megan, but you were like, you are attracting people like you or like like-minded people. So if you're telling your story and you're passionate about what you're saying and you're using feelings and it's basically what we sort of piggybacked on the conversation yesterday in the co-working call, you know, it was you as the leader, you be that pastor talking to 12 people, you get excited, you have dynamic and people will flock to you because they want to have the same experiences and same solutions that you did. Yeah. Genius. It's so genius. Yeah. Like in terms of the ins and outs of podcasting versus YouTube, um, I think there's a little, it's easier to edit a podcast personally, because like with a YouTube video, then you're like, I, I don't even exactly know how it like frames up with the pictures. So that's one little thing. Um, the YouTube space has like, I forget what the stat is, but it's something like some billion videos. Whereas the, the podcast space has like, a million or less or it's like it's a much smaller like very much smaller and then like the percentage of actual podcasts that last in the podcast space um is smaller so like that number is even more inflated compared to what is an actual active podcast so um i feel like it's kind of just getting started even though podcasts have been around for a while but like the platform is is really evolving and growing so it's but at the end of the day back to the alignment piece the first thing it's got to be what lights you up. So like if you're more of a video person and that's like what you want to do, then like do that. Like don't just do a podcast because I'm saying podcast. Podcast works for me. Podcast works for stuff and it works for internet, but it might not work for you. And some people don't even want to like talk or show up in this way at all. They rather blog like that. They are more introverted and that feels more comfortable. And so like wherever you're going to come up and like sell with enthusiasm and show up enthusiastically, that's where to go. So like don't let the numbers or anything scare you. Um, if you are open to either. And the other thing too is you can take your podcast and you can put it on YouTube or you could take the YouTube video and you can download it and put it on your podcast. So there's a lot of like overlap there. The biggest thing is what can you maintain consistently? What are you going to show up excited about? And like, what can you get doing and go do it like now? 
<laughs> like, like, let's do it. Like, let's get you, get you out there because I think it's, it's just so genius and so needed. And I want you to think about too, um, if you don't mind me saying, like you said, you want to coach other people to learn another language. And so just not, don't forget that that's your mission because you did say you started off with like the whole community around the expats and like, that's great if that's your mission too. But if what really, really lights you up is just the teaching people how to learn the other language, then like do that. And you can still have the rest of that conversation in everything that you do. But like, just don't lose sight of what actually lights you up because you think you should do something else. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Wow. This has been so amazing. Thank you so much for coming. And this was so, so valuable. Like you said, like it's some things I've heard before, but hearing them from you and the way you delivered and. So concise and and really just fitting the vibe that I'm at right now. So it was so helpful. Um, and I can't wait to put this into action. I would love for Jenny and Antoinette, if you can pour into Megan a little bit, she just poured into us so much. So if there's a compliment or something you wanted to tell her, something that jumped out at you um, that she shared or yeah, just nothing you noticed about Megan, I would love to have a Megan is easy to gush over. Yeah, I definitely love a woman who knows things and is unapologetically like, I know this and I can answer your questions. Like zero, you know, doing a child said never apologize. You know, <laughs> the, the inside is raw and you just put it on the table and say, here is dinner, you know, be thankful. But you just definitely gave me like doing a child vibes, just so confident. And like, I love a quick answer too. Like you're not like, they come like, oh, well, let me like think, like, you just knew, and you're like, mess around. got your answer, like, oh, I love it. It's like, oh. I really contagious across the screen, so I'm delight, and you're so good at what you're doing, so what such a delight. You are so sweet. The light is right back at you. You are like a sunshine rainbow. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're contagious, Jenny. Your your like energy is is being felt anyway. Um, and Megan, as you know, I have really enjoyed interviewing you. The connection we had on Instagram, and um, I really feel that you are on like your niche for making these um, go to guides and supporting other entrepreneurs and mompreneurs is so inspiring and um, I'm so grateful that there are people like you out there leading the way for people like me <laughs> to follow the footsteps. Oh, thank you, my friend. You are so sweet. And it all goes right back to you too. <laughs> yeah, everybody here is amazing in their whole little way. So um, yeah, Megan, if there are things, I know there are things you're cooking up and doing, but just like where are the best place to hear from you listen to you learn from you and then any offerings that you have right now that you want to share with our community and people on that will catch the replay for sure for sure yes so come hang out with me on instagram um i love to like i said get in the dms and chit chat with you and just learn more about what you're doing and see who i can connect you with and all the things so that's at mompreneur guide and we'll will you you'll have the links right stuff yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, so you could just use the links. Um, and then my podcast. So if you want to come on, Steph's going to be on Antoinette and I have like done stuff together. It's been awesome. And so, uh, Jenny, I feel like we need to collaborate as well. So we'll chit chat. <laughs> uh, so that's mompreneur guide. You can find that everywhere. And then I would love to extend to your beautiful community. The community building bundle is going to be like what I was showing you that graphic. That's what that's from. So that's all of our guides in one plus like how to put it all together. 
Um, but then we have the podcast launch guide and we have the Instagram live for lead generation guide and the recurring collaborations guide. So those, I will give you the link stuff so that everybody can just click and we can get to chit chatting. I would love to do that with you ladies. So 